Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Three past 11 here on SENZ, and that sound can only mean one thing. The chainsaw is back on air. Brendan Laney, g'day, mate. How are you? <laughs> Ricardo, how are you, buddy? I'm good, mate. I'm good. And yourself, how's uh, Chit Chit's treating you today? Yeah, yeah, no, we've uh, we've got a, not a bad wee daddy and a cautious wee bit, wee bit breezy, but uh, I think everyone's looking forward to getting Friday over and done with. We can go and have a beer and enjoy a long weekend. Mate, sounds, sounds like a plan, especially when you've got an NPC final in town. Yeah, exciting for the town. Really, um, I think the way the, the guys have played this year, the Canterbury guys have, have uh, they've got some bums on seats coming to watch them. They're playing an exciting brand of footy. And, um, and then we've got a Wellington side who's um, played extremely well as well and you know, grabbed the shield and made it made it theirs for the year and, and, um, and have played some really good rugby, particularly in the semi-finals. So it's going to be a hell of a final. Mate, it is. It really is. I mean, I I watched uh, the two semis last weekend, and the thing that stood out to me, if I'm a Wellington fan, uh, I'm looking at the way Bay of Plenty dominated the set piece against Canterbury in that first half, and the way that uh, Wellington's pack smoked Auckland, and and, and there's a lot of hope there. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing for me for Wellington is the experience I've got, particularly in that uh, nine jersey. Now, TJ adds a hell of a lot. Um, He's been around in big games. Um, and um, and also love the way that um, Jackson Bassett's been playing. Um, he's really stepped up in the team jersey, and and then I've just got some really really exciting players who are even off their bench. And and I think <clears throat> just just for myself, I think the bench is going to be a big key too. That's somewhere where the you know the Canterbury guys have got a lot of experience as well, and they can tend to bring on guys and and can finish a game or add. So. Um, that I think it's going to be a real key for, for not only Canterbury but in the game. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how the Wellington guys do handle it. Actually, there's a lot of experience in nine in general in this game, isn't there? Because old uh, Bake Bean, Willie yeah. Hines, is, uh, is is probably going to be wearing it for the red and black, and that, that's going to be a great matchup. Oh, it's been great to see Willie back in, in, uh, in New Zealand and. You know, he, he didn't want to finish his rugby when he was playing overseas, and and um, you know he was still fit. I had a week onto him when he came back, and he was still fit, really enjoying it. And um, and he's and he's been really good for them. Um, and like you said, it's that experience thing, and, and in big games too. Um, that's where I'd say if you are probably a beating man, there's probably um, you know you you have to look back at the history that that Canterbury's had, um, particularly in NPC and, and in finals. 
So, um, and there's been some players involved in that. But, you know, look, there was a couple of years ago too. So um, I think that's why it's going to be such a good game to watch because this Wellington side is going to come down and throw everything at them. And they'll have to. They're going to have to go out there and score tries. And they're quite capable of doing that. So uh, it's going to be up front. They're going to have to win that battle first, and that Canterbury uh, forward pack's not going to be uh, not going to be easy to get over the top of. No, they won't be, mate. I mean, they're always combative. They're always big. They're always physical. One thing, uh, I mean, we'll talk a bit of All Blacks fifteen maybe a little bit later on. But I, I you know, Brody McAllister and George Bell both been named in that All Blacks fifteen as hookers. Um, but I thought they both got outplayed by Kurt Eklund last week. I think it's incredibly unlucky. The Bay of Plenty hooker, and you know, our mower's going as well. So that's going to be another great match. Up McAllister Almoa to start the game. Yeah, it is. And, and look, I, I don't progress the boys have got picked in that in that all that fifteen. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, I tend to uh, agree with what you said. You know, Eklund, um, you know, he was on the verge of a bit of all black stuff there. He was probably the next cab off the rank if someone got injured and and he threw these missed out of all black fifteen. So what are they using that fifteen for? It's sort of a weave of mixed messages for me. But um look I I think that the 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 Wellington full pack have, have gone really well. You know, they've got, you know, Dominic Bird in there who's experienced as well he's played exceptionally well for them this year and had a bit of experience in the pack and just a bit of muscle as well and um, I just think they'll just, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll come down here and just throw everything at them they, you know, really, I know it sounds silly what have they got to lose, I don't know if they're going to lose a final but really everyone's going to be back in Canterbury because of their record and Wellington, um, I think they're going to come down here and just throw everything at them and I, I, I think they've got some really exciting talent out in the back set um, if they get a bit of room, they can break a game open. So I think that's going to be the cool part about watching this game. Yeah, well, I mean, guys like Ruben Love, I mean, he has made that All Black 15 yeah, as well. Right. But, I mean, there's a guy that can play 10 or 15, and he's really broken games open for Wellington this year. He was superb against Auckland last week. Yeah, he was. And, and he deserves a selection in that All Black 15 too. You know, they're obviously looking a bit further down the track, but the guy can kick, he can pass, he can break it. The bit that's exciting to me is he can break a game open and uh, I think that's, that's the part that um, Wellington's really going to need because they want to get a few opportunities to score against this um, crusade, uh, sorry, this Canterbury defence and they'll have to take them. So um, guys like him in particular, well, uh, they'll be looking for them to really uh, step up and, and make that difference. Uh, Al Moa as well, mate. I mean, I mentioned him earlier, but uh, boy, you can tell he's mm. been he's been training with Dane Coles because uh, the way he scored that try on the wing <laughs> last week, uh, that, that's classic seagulling from Colesy, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. He must have been watching the old videos for sure. But, but we knew he could do that sort of thing too, didn't we? We've seen it before. He's been outstanding with ball in hand. And he just seems to be making really good decisions too with ball in hand. But he's such a tough wee boater, isn't he? Mm. You know, he, he sort of reminds me a wee bit of Kevin Mialami, the way he runs. He's, he's bustling. He's hard to put down. He's strong. And, um, you know, guys go and they think they've made a hit on him. But he just seems to bounce out of it and carry on going. His lead drive's just outstanding. So he'll be another key for them too. So that's And that's why I think Wellington will be coming down with a bit of confidence because they've got some cane breakers in their side. Yeah, he's got a lot of toe too. I think probably a bit more toe than Colsey. I mean, he scored that from about 30 metres out on the right wing, didn't he? 
Well, anyone's got a bit more time than Carl's in the moment, <laughs> <laughs> Mate, um, we, we should talk uh, that All Black 15. Uh, you know, like you said, mixed messages. It, it doesn't seem to be one thing or another. Uh, that team is not really a development team, you know, and I, I don't begrudge it of them because he had a good season. But, you, you know, when you've got Bryce Heeman there at 33, it's a bit of a head scratcher. And, you know, TJ and Brad, we know what they can do. I thought maybe take one of them and you could get another younger halfback in there with some experience. It's, it's an unusual one. It is, and I think they've sort of looked at that <clears throat> trip overseas and they've said, well, well we, we can uh, quickly grab someone from that side and bring them into the All Black setup. I, I, that's what it looks like to me. If, if it was a purely a development 15 and looking further down the track to um, not, not this World Cup but next one, then you would have probably looked at that sort of age group of 20 to 24 and gone, right, we're going to pick that sort of uh, all that 15 and take them away and give them that experience. But when you look at Patrick Tupelotu, I know that they have a captain, but really we know he's there or thereabouts with the All Blacks. They've used them before. He's played plenty of tests, and they, bought him, they pulled him straight in after uh, being in Japan. So for me, I would have picked someone else and taken them and, and, and uh, given them a bit more experience. Um, so, yeah, I, I just... I can't quite keep my head around what that All Black 15 is. Is it a development squad, or is it a and looking further down the track to a World Cup, or is it uh, the here and now and and trying to help out the All Blacks when they're on tour? So yeah, look, I, look, I wish, wish them all the best, and I'm looking forward to seeing them go. You know, obviously got a great coach with Leon, and the rest of the crew that go with them. Um, and they'll have a bloody great trip and it'll be exciting for some of those guys but I, yeah, I just wondered what that actually was as a team what what were they picking it for mm, Yeah, it's an interesting one mate, it's a conversation that uh, we, we could carry on but I, I wanted to get your thoughts on something else mate as a as a proud Highlander uh, the news today that Monarchy Selby Ricketts going to the Chiefs next season um, for me was a bit disappointing <coughs> I, I don't have a horse in either camp here right? so I'm not a Chiefs fan, I'm not a, yeah. not a Highlanders fan but I look at it and go the Highlanders have got uh, Tupu Vai'i, they've got Brody Retallick, they've got Josh Lord, that's three all-black mm. locks, right? Mm. Uh, they've got uh, Akoi, who's there or thereabouts as well. Now they've got Selby Rickett. From a New Zealand rugby point of view, uh, and probably a Highlander's point of view too, uh, wouldn't you rather see um, these guys spread a bit more so they're playing, say, 60 minutes each week rather than coming off the bench and playing 20? I agree with you more, mate. I, I, that one's a real head scratcher for me. Um, look, I don't know what conversations have been had with with the Highlanders and, and Selby Rickett either. Um, he obviously um, didn't play a hell of a lot um, super rugby-wise. Um, and, you know, I, I think there's a couple of boys down there, particularly in that Targo squad, who who um, they may be looking at slightly differently. Um, so those conversations between Selby Rickett and the Highlanders may, may be slightly um, different to what we're thinking, but I, I totally agree. What's the point of him going to the Chiefs if he's, if he's coming up against guys of that experience and, and who are definitely going to be playing, aren't they? So, yeah, I just don't I don't get that. I, um, I, I think that the New Zealand rugby's got to look at that in particular and say, well, we've, we've only got an X amount of talent base, we've only got X amount of positions, and we need them playing rugby um, for, the, for the better of the game. So, you know, I, I think he's probably going to go out there. He, uh, barring injuries, he, he'd probably be sitting on the pine quite a bit, or even in the grandstand um, 
watching all together. So, yeah, a bit of a huge credit to that one, I must admit. Yeah, and where does it leave some, you know, a team like the Highlanders who have kind of mm-hmm. often been, you know, sort of the, the poor cousin of the New Zealand super franchises? I mean, we've seen, you know, George Bridge, for example, has decided to go to France rather than, you know, try his hand somewhere else like the Highlanders. Uh, then this happens. I mean, uh, Clark Dermody's got his, his, his work cut out ahead of next season, doesn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah, definitely has. Um, oh, look, there's, there's a couple of young guys down in that Hollanders group uh, that they've pulled in. Um, I like the look of this Fabian Holland. Um, he's uh, he's a young kid. They've got a lot of reps on. He's a big tough bugger and you know he's abrasive and he, he played extremely well. And, and I know they've. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Canterbury guys are probably a bit gutted that they missed out on him. But um, yeah, I look, I think the Hollanders are. Good. It's going to be interesting to see how. They rebuild the team. I know that um, Tom Dolly's gone in there as the as the new Ford's coach. He'll certainly get in guard. Um, the boys have really enjoyed his style. And then obviously, you know, you've got Clark Dermody who's um, taken over as a head coach. So I, I think it's quite exciting for for um, the Hollanders. But um, it, it all comes down to player base, doesn't it? And who they got, what channels they got to work with. So that that's going to be interesting. And um, I mean, they're obviously getting pretty close to finalising their. The roster and name and all that, I presume that'll be, be in November sometime. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, look, it's uh, like going back to the Selby Ricketts selection. I just, yeah, it just doesn't make sense really. But anyway, we'll, we'll, the Highlanders will box on, mate. We'll all be up the top there somewhere in Ricardo. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, yeah, that's the thing, because I don't know how much New Zealand rugby can do about this now. It's a professional environment, right? Because they, 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 they yeah. don't control yeah. the clubs. No, that's right, and and it's probably going to be more of that, isn't there? Mm. At the end of the day, there's about to spend, or budget to spend, and they're going to try and work that as wise as they can. Um, and, and that development side of things is tough too, you know, you've got to be bringing guys through when there are guys going out the other end. So, yes, how much say the New Zealand rugby union has, that, that would be very interesting. But I'd say probably not as much as what they'd like sometimes. Yeah. Um, and have you got a prediction for us for the NPC final before we go? Look, I, 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 as I'm living in Christchurch and I've got to go and buy my lunch down, down the road, I'll probably get hoodwinked by Sid Wellington. So, I, look, I, I just think that maybe the uh, Crusader, uh, sorry, the Canterbury boys might just have a, a touch more experience around that final time and going on the result they had early in the year. But, hey, look, finals are funny ones. But I'll, I'll, I'm going to take uh, Canterbury by about eight to ten points in the final. All right, Canterbury by eight to ten in the final. We've had a text from Richard through as well, mate. I mean, you, you did say it's Friday, you can't wait for the end of the day for a beer. It sounds like you, uh, Richard suggested you might need one now. He said chainsaw. It sounds more like hacksaw. <laughs> Tell Richard to get bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> well, do brother. Hey, uh, Brendan, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Always good nah, to chat. Have a great weekend, eh? Yeah, same to you, Ricardo. Good man. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba da ba ba ba. Available after ten thirty a.m. for a limited time only.